I driving? I'm in the driving seat. Yep. All right. Well, brum, brum, brum. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi, Claire. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Hi, How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Okay, well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Should we do a podcast? Let's do one. Playing Devil's Avocado, the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a good one to do. It is a good one to do. In this week. Yeah. In this week. In this week. Um... We've got a few things to talk about. Yep. They include you have got a fad you've been following, which we haven't had a fad we're following for a while. We haven't followed any fads. No, so that's exciting. We're following a fad. We really down with the kids. Mm-hmm. Down we haven't with done the kids. that lately. No. Either. I thought we had a little down with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Culture club. We always like that. Mm-hmm. Bit of cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of what hurts now. We always yes. like a whinge, don't we? <laughs> Can't go and, um, We also discuss. The gadget that's changed my life. Yes, and I was thinking it was going to be something really exciting. And it, it is, really is exciting, exciting, but it's not as glamorous as I thought, perhaps. Okay, right. and also we ask, if you could bring back a dead pop star from mm. a concert, mm. who would it be? Mm. Something for you all to ponder as mm. we go forth. Let's go forth. Let's go. Now, fad we're following. Fad yeah, we're following. I can't it's remember the following jingle. Following a fad. I think it's just that. Oh. I mean, how much further from any other jingle is it going to go? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now talk us through your fad. Well, it's not like it's a fad that I'm following. Mm. But having said that, as I looked into it further, it's quite an ancient art. Mm. It is ear seeding. Now, what does this mean? It means it's acupressure on your ear yes. on special acupuncture points right and you get these i've got gold but you can get silver as well and you can probably get ones that are not metallic Hi- they're allergenic yeah or the, but some that are like just little blobs yes. i think acupuncturists use little little seeds that they stick on with tape so it looks like you've got um injuries on your yep. ears but i've got these special little gold things oh, i'm yes. showing lisa yes, they're tight little tiny, tiny little gold tiny seeds little pinpricks. that you put on with tweezers yep. they've got a little sticky um circle on mm-hmm. them they're in the middle of it and you put them on and they um i've put these ones that are on my ear here today which you can't see because it's not a visual medium mm. podcasting um, now can they stay on there's a little sticky, like a band-aid kind of, like a sticky see-through thing that's... Oh, over the top. Over the top of it. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so what, these... What do you do in the shower? They just stay on for okay. four days. Yeah, They're four very, days. It's very sticky. Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of can press, press them and rub Ooh. them every couple of, okay. you know, whenever. How did you know where to stick them? You get a map. Yeah. So I got them from Oracle Ear Seeds, which is... Not an ad. Not an ad. Mm. But um, I'd seen them on Instagram they are Elle Halliwell, who is a Sydney journalist, yes. and um, she now run, does this thing on the side. And so I bought some, because there's nothing I'm not, if... Mm. Faddy. <laughs> in- influenced by. Yes, influencers. But, like, it actually is really good. Like So I've got, at the moment, I've got them on the point for lower back pain, oh. because I get lower back yeah. pain. I don't know if anyone knows that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's ever heard me whinge. Um, and it's actually really sore on my ear where my little the little seed is now because I've been rubbing it because I think it's because it's an acupuncture point acupuncture right. point. So it's an ancient art. It's mm. um, you put them on the pressure points and there's different areas of the brain and you get when you buy them and this and this is not just from the Oracle ear seeds place but from generally when you buy them they give you a little map of the ear and the places that you want. So. Elle particularly has um, cards in the pack that have um, anxiety and stress Ooh. and um, different pain points. And if you've got 
to balance your hormones, which oh. I actually why I bought it in the first yeah. place because I thought, well, that's a good thing to have mm. as a fifty-two-year-old woman, mm. just about. Um, and I like them. I do think they might be working. Like wow. I feel like it's a good way. And also, I love a bit of ear jewelry. You do. So I love yeah. I love a bit of gold sparkle. And you can yeah. actually buy Swarovski crystal Ooh. ear seeds as well. So you can get really yeah. funky with them, as, as the old people I'm would say. I'm quite they're good into them. Yes. So and you, you, the, the maps are kind of hard to follow. Like after four days. You just take them off. They're quite hard to take off. Right. But I think they're so hard to take off because the last thing you want is for them to fall into no. your ear canal. But you throw them away? Yeah, you just chuck them. Oh. They're just gold-plated little So how dots. many did you get? You get about, I don't know how many I got, probably about 30 or something okay. in a packet. Um, uh, and you can buy more online, I suppose. You can yeah. go and get cheap ones if you want to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm liking them, and I think that they probably work. I'm going to try out different... They say keep them on for a couple of... Four days at the maximum, and then yeah. take them off, and then give your ear a chance to recover, and then you can put more on. And so I had some on for anxiety and stress, but I... It, even though I was anxious and stressed, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't um, really register um, either an improvement or any or not. Like I could, didn't really measure it properly. Mm. So, but definitely with my back, I felt like it really is hurting in where it is on my ear. So I can only imagine that that is a reason. Mm. Um, my back's been quite sore because of the cat. I think we've all aware of the fact that my cat sleeps on me and keeps yes. my back sore. So we'll see. And the other option, of course, is to just get rid of the cat. Yes, okay. Uh, <laughs> but ear seeding. Yeah. It's very glamorous. I'll, I'll post something in the PDAs to mm. show you. Maybe not my ear, maybe a more glamorous ear. Yes, okay. Um, but yeah. It is a glamorous ear. Well, you know, it's, I do my best. <laughs> All right, well, no, I think that's quite nice. Mm. I might look into that. Yeah, please do. Um, now, we've got a bit of, we haven't done this for a while, but we're, we're, we're really down with the kids this week. Down with the. <laughs> down with the kids. <laughs> Um, now, you are loving the <laughs> Sorry, fact everyone. that all the kids um, ruined Trump's rally. Yeah. So this is a TikTok thing. Yes. And also a Korean pop star K-pop thing. Yes. So basically, Trump said, the Trump people said that we're going to be selling tickets to this Tulsa thing. Um, get online and you can get your free tickets or whatever. And so some K-pop fans got on and said let's buy some and oh then i can't make well, it well you don't buy they didn't buy no them, i mean yeah, we'll register free. for yeah, the register. tickets and then we won't we won't be able yeah. to turn up and then on tiktok people started doing <laughs> it and suddenly when there was supposed to be you know i can't remember how many people were supposed yeah. to fit into the stadium well, they, they had a million people registered yeah they were saying they had a million people yeah registered and they, for were, they were thinking that it was all these um supporters yeah. of trump but actually it was all these little sort of k-pop people yeah and also all these tiktok people so if you go onto tiktok and look up you can see it it's hilarious there's all these people going oh i just bought these tickets and it i almost, can't use them it almost makes me feel a bit sorry for trump but <laughs> no it's almost great. It's just the power of the power those of the young people well, um, okay, and then the other down with the kids, I've got a list here mm. written by Ben Groundwater, and it's 13 signs, and not that we're going anywhere anytime soon, but 13 signs you're too old to be a backpacker. I laughed out loud. Did you loll? Yes, I lolled Ben um, Groundwater. Okay, I won't do all of them, but here are the signs that you mm. might be old, too old. Okay. The well, noise is bothering you. Tick, tick. <laughs> <laughs> um... You keep telling everyone to be careful. Oh, that my God, us, I am so that person. Yeah. I, even to Lee, I'm always like, ride yeah. carefully. <laughs> well, be careful when you're doing that. 
Um, long bus rides sound like the worst thing in the world. Yes. Ugh. Oh, my back Absolute wouldn't stand hell. it. I need to ear seed the shit out of that trip. Yeah. You're obsessed with booking everything in advance? Yes, I yes. am quite obsessed. I mean, how deep dive do you do on Instagram before you go anywhere? I do. I do. I don't yeah. necessarily book everything that I should, but no. I do a lot of restaurants. You know where you're going. Yes. You know where you're eating. Yes, I Definitely. do. Definitely. What about your over-talking to people? Yeah. Yeah. Not interested. Can't even really do this anymore. No. <laughs> um... You keep talking about what this place was like last time you were here. Oh, I would be so annoying. So annoying. And just such a wanker in those situations as well. Um, you just want a decent night's sleep every night. Yes. Yeah. Um, what about this one? You've become obsessed with doing laundry. So yes. much so that I always have to go and find a laundrette. Yeah. Even in Vegas and places. We went to the laundrette in America mm. and it was so exciting. I know. Because their machines are so enormous. They're enormous. All right. What about some culture club? Culture club. Culture club. Now, what's your podcast this week? You're very excited by it. Oh, my God. So, I know I cheat on this podcast quite often, mm. but I cheated this week with one that everyone has to listen to immediately. Yeah. It's called Wind of Change, um, and it's on Spotify as well. You can listen to the whole thing on Spotify right now. Yeah. It's one of those ones that just released it all on yes. Spotify. And it is the story of that song, Wind of Change, which goes like this. Oh, hang on. I, I won't whistle it. I'll sing it. Um, oh, my God. No, I won't. <laughs> um, hang on. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> I, down the, I go down the Moskva, down to Gorky Park, listening to the winds of change. Oh, yes, you know that I song? Know and then yes. it got Now you've sung it. I know it. Yep. It's got whistling in it. Anyway, okay. it was this massive it anthem. It was by this um, German band called the Scorpions. Right. And they were massive in the 80s and 90s. And they're huge in Europe. Were they the Scorpions or Scorpions? The Scorpions, I think. I don't know. Anyway, let us not. There's a band this called story. Scorpion. No, it's not the Scorpions. And they're heavy metal then. band. Yeah, there they are, but it's not Scorpion. It's the Scorpions. Okay. okay. Many Scorpions. Okay. <laughs> Many West German Scorpions. Um, anyway, so they have this song, right? And it was always said that they did this concert in Moscow in 1989 and they they went on a cruise on the river in Moscow and they were with a whole bunch of other bands and they, he was so moved by the fact that he wanted, that the world was changing and the Cold War was ending and everything that the lead singer wrote this song about the change, Mm -hmm. right? Turns out, Lisa, that may not be true and in fact there is a... That is, there is a theory that isn't even a conspiracy theory. It is actually borne out in this podcast by people who were in the CIA that says that the CIA wrote the song yeah. because they wanted to infiltrate Russia with American culture yeah. and um, Western culture to show how great it was so that they could sort of you know, start a revolution from within or whatever, right? So these people in the podcast go to try and find out if this is true. So they, it is just mind-bogglingly brilliant. So did they pay the band? Were the band well, in no, on see, it or not? Well, you never. I'm not going to give away okay. any of the story, but because right. um, they, there's that the band still still have been saying all along that they wrote the song, but then there's all this stuff about other things that the CIA did. CIA mm-hmm. used to use artists and music and. Nina, they sent Nina Simone to Africa, I think, and that she doesn't know. She died not knowing this. Well, now you have to think about Wham. Got to wonder about Wham now, haven't you? Where did you? Wham go? 
Well, didn't they go to Russia? Oh, did they go know. to China? Oh, they probably went to China. Yes, and but also, so Doc McGee, who was the manager of this, is just amazing. I don't, I feel like I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but he was the manager of Skid Row, Bon Jovi, Motley Crue, and the Scorpions. Mm. Put on a concert in Moscow which was supposed to be an anti-drug concert mm. and was supposed to be all about anti-drugs. But, of course, those bands are all that were, at the time in the 80s, massive party animals, so it was such a weird thing. But they have footage in the podcast of all these bands flying to Moscow on this private plane, all drunk, Ozzy Osbourne breaking the door down of a toilet mm. to get in to go to the toilet. Just, it's just, honestly, if you have any memory of that period of time, yeah. any interest in those bands, any kind of interest in those kind of serial style podcasts mm. where you listen week to week it is probably one of the best i've ever heard wow it is so good okay. and it's so hilarious because you're just like oh my fucking god like this is insane mm. Mm. right i got quite excited then i got a bit hot yeah who, who <laughs> knew poodle rock had such, a, I know. Had such political connotations I, I know okay You've been reading a book. Everyone oh, yeah. keeps telling me to A, read the book and B, watch the show. Yes, and, and have I haven't done, done either. neither of those things. Yes. I have read the book. This is Little Fires Everywhere. This is that Celeste Ng book. Yeah. That is she Reese... Australian? No, I don't No, okay. Um, Reese Witherspoon bought the rights to it. Yes. <laughs> we haven't said that Lovely for a Reese. while. Lovely Reese. <laughs> she bought the And it's, um, I read the book and I started watching the show and it's very different. So, but I will continue to watch the show, but it's, um, a really good book. I highly recommend that you read it. It's about two mothers, Mia and Elena, and it's sort of about. It's American. Right. It's sort of about their interwoven lives when Mia comes into town where Elena lives, which is very, um, American, um, very small town. Um, everyone knows everyone's business and, the uh, Mia has a daughter called Pearl, and Elena has four kids. Um, Pearl gets involved with a with a few of them. Their kind of families get a bit intertwined, and then it's like sort of what happens between them, and and the sort of stuff that happens because of the relationships they have. It feels like it's a bit li- big little lies. It's a little bit, but it's not so. It's not. It's not so much that. Yeah. It is a little bit like that, and which is why I think I didn't like when I started watching it. I was like, oh. Reese you think watch playing. the show first. Do you think watch the show first, then read the book? I don't know. No. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you should. I mean, they've changed quite a bit in the book from... I mean, in the show yeah. from the book. And also Reese. Oh, I loved it. And yeah. Reese plays a very um, Reese character. Reese-y She's very yeah. Reese-y in it. Yeah. Which is good. But no, then but I'm a bit like, know. yeah, maybe she's overdone the Reese. She's over reese the egg. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. But the book's really yeah. good. I highly recommend the okay. book. And um, Little Fires Everywhere. Little Fires Everywhere. Um, you know, and you'll recognise it because it's got Reese on the cover if you yeah. go right now at the moment. I haven't read or watched anything apart oh. from Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> You're still in that K-hole. I'm still in that K-hole. <laughs> and it's just getting better and better. Is it? Oh, my God. And apparently, I've just finished season two, and apparently everyone tells me season three is some of the finest reality TV you'll ever see. Wow. And that is that is a really but, high yeah. bar. Well, I started watching it on your recommendation. Yeah. I have watched, um, I've probably watched about three episodes yeah. so far. I am loving it. And I think one of the things I'm loving most is the fashion that you yeah. did mention. They're so revolting. It's so out. So revolting. So, and the Australian guy is just fabulous. Oh He's so, it's just so fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it takes a, it, it just takes a lot out of me watching it because there's a lot of fighting and screeching yes. and I yes. can't I find the I find the parenting hard to watch. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's also appalling. That's why I find it nice for bedtime viewing. Yeah. <laughs> also, it makes you. I mean, 
Lulls oh, me off to sleep. <laughs> it's so calming. <laughs> but like seriously, I was watching it the other day and I was just like, you know, you've got pushing mother, pushing daughter into yeah. into um, yeah. commercials or whatever. And you've got poor boy who's being forced to learn French yeah. even though there's Francois. no reason to. No reason to learn French. <laughs> Francois and Johan. Yeah. Um, I thought you would like it as well because I think the accents are brilliant and I expected you to Oh, yeah, no, I love that. In New York. It's five 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 four 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 four. Yeah. I'll get my daughter to go yes. to modeling school yes yeah i know i love i do love the way that they talk yeah they talk it's a, it, with the w there's something with the w yeah they can't say what their ha- w's they can't say, what happens with the w i get my water with the dog yeah. i don't i don't know how yeah anyway i, I eat some more, more balls <laughs> sorry I, I can do this whole thing yes. that comes out of a tv a show it's but i won't thing. do it now all right so now we're going to do some cooking up a storm cooking up a storm Cooking, cooking. Oh, did we, we have, have a cooking storm. up a storm I don't, logo? It's the same as all no, the it's others. not a logo. What is it's it? It's not a logo. It's a jingle. Jingle. Um, you asked a question. I did because I'm losing my mind. Yeah. Because I um, not so much that I not uh, okay. I'm finding it really hard to plan meals, and I don't mean like do a meal planner yeah. and plan things out a week in advance. Yeah. And I just whenever I just go to the shop and I'm just lost. Oh, it's so at the boring moment. as well, isn't I'm it? I'm so, so bored. Bored of cooking. I'm bored of eating. Cleaning. Yes. Cooking. And because you're at dishwasher, home all the time, so much of it. you're eating so many meals. So at many home. meals, and then you have to tidy up. Always tidying. Yeah. And so I've lost the will to live. Yeah. And we had an argument in our house because I bought some salmon to have some teriyaki salmon and then my husband didn't want it the night that I bought it yep. for and I had nothing else to offer because oh. that was the what I'd planned yeah. for that night and if he had made a plan there'd be another so plan. be it yeah anyway and so I just got into this funk where I was like I just have no I've just got no. nothing I've got nothing in my food arsenal so I asked you <laughs> and at least you only have to feed yourself imagine if you had to feed small people I know but then they can just give them spaghetti or like you can or baked yeah. beans or whatever it's easier yeah. with kids because they fish don't fingers. like eat anything I like fish fingers too. so do I but anyway and so I asked you and you said two words to me yes can you say those? slow cooker yeah just get a really good slow cooker book mm. and just do a recipe a day and then you've got your dinner and then you've got lunch for the next day or put it in the freezer okay i'm doing loads of slow cooking at the moment and half of it goes in the freezer and actually last week everything came out of the freezer to eat to eat for, for dinner yeah so, the other so thing i didn't is... cook anything oh, last week good. i just okay. went into the freezer what have i got oh i've got a tagine oh i've got a curry Oh, I've got a doll. You sound like <laughs> this time's at the office. <laughs> what have I got? I've yeah. got. Oh, I've got Ooh. a curry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a chili. <laughs> and oh. also, I freeze rice. Right. Oh yes, you did tell me that once. Yeah. So what I do is get my rice out, get my chili out, mm. done. Mm. Can't bear thinking. And also, I just don't want to cook half the time. No. However, I did cook last night. Mm-hmm. You won't like this, but you could make it with lentils, I reckon, instead mm-hmm. of meat. Mm-hmm. Marion Grasby's spag bowl. Mm, oh, do love her. My God. What is the secret? Secret is star anise, mm. dried chilies, mm. bay leaves, mm. soy sauce. Mm. All these aromatics that you would never never usually put in a spag bowl. Plus all the usual spag bowl stuff. Mm. And you take the aromatics go in whole, and then you take them out. Right. So you're not crushing anything up. Yep, yep. It just gives this hint. Mm. And then at the end, you add in lemon zest and. Um, cream quite a lot of spag bowls have milk or cream in mm. Nigella does one that is done by that Italian lady she loves oh yeah Anna Del Conte yeah that's actually deli- her spag bowl <laughs> is delicious anyway but this was really good and then at the end what you do is you have to put the 
the bolognese in a frying pan and then you, you scoop the spaghetti out of the pan so that it's still got the water. Right. And then you heat it all up with the parmesan oh. and some oil so it goes really sort of, oh. like, slippery. Yeah. It's so delicious, I can't begin to tell you. Can you put the recipe on the PDA? I can put the recipe on the PDA. It sounds amazing. You're all going to love it. And it was meant to serve six, and I, going back to the freezer, um, I've definitely got meals for eight out of it. Wow. So I've got four meals out of it. Wow. And quite big portions. Mm. So, yeah, see, the trouble with the slow cooker, (laughs) going back to the boring part of that conversation, is that because we don't really eat meat, it's hard to know what to cook in them. You can do pulses. Pulses, yes. Curries. But, you know, people get so bored of pulses. Pulses, curries, chilies. Quite mm. a lot. Yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know. I think I just need... I think I need, what I might do is sign up for one of those, like, Meal Marley deliveries. Spoon yeah, I've thought about doing that. Just so that I get told what to eat yeah. and then there's no... Yeah. No. I think it doesn't hurt sometimes to have a little circuit breaker. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, oh. that's exciting. But um, the only problem is with your food... Mm. You tell me your taste of taste buds <laughs> are changing. Changing. Well, considering that I bought salmon the other day, I think mm. it's odd. But because I'm finding that I'm not being, I can't. Sometimes I hate the taste of fish now. That mm. like I can't. I feel sick when I eat it. But actually, it's a thing. Yes. Um, and I think we've spoken about this before about your taste buds changing, but. I wonder if you really just lose the ability to eat certain things as you get older. What do you think, Lisa? Well, I can't <laughs> eat pink lamb anymore. Well, there you go. And for see? me, I think that's an age thing. Yeah. I, I can only eat lamb when it's slow roasted, you know, shredded, you know. <laughs> in, a, in a garden in Italy with five <laughs> men fanning me. <laughs> yeah, like I, if you were to, you know when you roast lamb but you only do it for an hour and then you slice it pink? Yeah. I, oh, no, I couldn't eat it now. No. And also steaks. Always used to love a pink steak. Kind now of. I would struggle with a pink it's steak. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. I find it really weird. I mean, they do say that there's lots of reasons why you might lose your sense of taste. And some some of it's to do with your smell as well. Like if you might, mm. if you've got cold, it can affect the way that you taste things and all that sort of stuff. But I reckon... It's an age thing. But like as you're ageing, things, your taste buds must change on the, from yeah. where... Because like, there's... Salt and salty and sweet are in different parts of your tongue, so maybe they just wear down. Maybe, and don't you lose taste buds as you get older? Yeah, I think you do. Don't they you don't... start with a certain amount and then they? I think they, you, don't they regenerate every seven years or oh, something okay. ridiculous so like that. So eventually, a... I'm getting to the end of a crop. Oh yeah, a crop of you're buds. A new crop of taste buds. <laughs> it actually ear seed my tongue. Um, but yes, I think it's just it's become a real issue for me because then I feel like as a person who only really eats fish. As the as protein or and you know or tofu or beans yes. or whatever that if I start not eating fish that means I'm a real vegetarian which yes. is fine but I don't it fine. just limits my but then your taste buds might, might suddenly wake up and one day tell you I want bacon yeah well, I'm waiting for that day waiting for that waiting day. waiting for that day the bacon day if you're um... happy bacon day everybody <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that your sense of smell doesn't disappear because then you wouldn't be able to smell smell Gwyneth's new candle now that doesn't it's not a um, euphemism no. but it should be smell Gwyneth's candle <laughs> because Gwyneth's candle yeah her new one her new one last time it's her vagina wasn't yeah. it what is it this time her orgasm <laughs> so I hope in some ways that I don't have a sense of smell <laughs> it actually sounds quite nice yeah it does I, I would buy, I would probably buy I it I would buy it but then we're also really suckers about um <laughs> Candles. candles yeah and i'm just going to tell you what it smells like so she um so the this smells like my vagina which so was 75 dollars yeah yeah um sold out in a few hours and then on tuesday she's launching a new one she said and she was on the tonight show and she said it's called this smells like my orgasm 
And according to the website, it smells like <laughs> tart grapefruit, nerily, and ripe cassis berries blended with gunpowder tea and Turkish rose absolutes for a scent that's sexy, surprising, and wildly addictive. So that's, that's absolutely up my alley. Delicious yeah. Turkish rose got yeah. me. And, and the candle comes and packaged in a box <laughs> and every other part. Mm. The candle comes packaged in a box printed with fireworks. So I just think she's so clever because obviously everyone got up in arms and talked about it non-stop when mm. she did her vagina one. So now she's got this new one. Um, you know, good. I would buy her, her orgasm. I'm not paying 80 bucks for it. I'm uh, like, how much what? would you pay for Gwyneth's orgasm? I'd pay... 45. Um, okay. We've got one. We've got one. What hurts? What hurts now? What hurts now? Um, it's just this sort of was prompted by someone called Josh. We call him Josh. That's his name. He, hi, Josh. He, hi, Josh. He said to me, "I'm going to need three weeks' notice before I'm due back in the office yeah. because my sleep is so out of whack." Yeah. So he would commute usually. So obviously, you know, he's probably gained an hour and a half in mm-hmm. the mornings. I mean, what what time are you getting up at the moment? Probably about 8.30. Oh, you wake up at 8.30 or you get up at 8.30? I wake up at about 7.30 Yeah. because my husband gets up. Yeah. And I check my phone for a bit and then I doze yeah. with the cat for half an hour and then I get up and go for a walk because otherwise yeah. I would stay in bed all day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even have that big a commute. But I'm definitely getting up at least half an hour later in the morning. Yeah. 45 minutes late. Half an hour later... Most days, if not a bit more, some days when yeah. I'm feeling really lazy, yeah. and then I don't have a shower. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry if I'm zooming you and I haven't had a shower, <laughs> and then I have a bath in the evening. You see, when my back hurts, right. it's probably TMI, isn't it? <laughs> um, but I think it's a really good point. Is that it's a bit like when you've been on holiday, isn't it? And then you suddenly yeah. get up for work again. I do. I have a, a bit of dread about because I've not because I've been working from home for months and also I haven't really got a full-time job so I'm I'm in the back of my mind is there's sort of like this horror of actually having to go into an office yeah. at some point in the near future and ever wear clothes wear clothes wear shoes um but get up every yeah. day for a week yeah. at six o'clock in the morning oh, it's gonna kill me kill you it's gonna absolute, kill me absolute horror yeah um we probably should have got some tips about how to deal with it but I haven't got any of you what did it say in the thing that you read oh nothing it was rubbish oh. <laughs> I just think probably what you need to do is kind of Josh is probably right. Yeah. You probably need to start a week or two yeah. out, getting up earlier, yeah, and gradually, just, and gradually, I, and then also yeah. going to bed earlier because I yeah. think people are staying up later. Well, as I'm well. not a stay up latey person, as everybody knows. I go to bed at half nine usually, mm. but now mm. you're up. You're I'm up, up till at least hours. five past eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up at all hours doing watching Real Housewives. Real Housewives. Now. um... Something has changed my life, though. Yes, and you actually sent me this thing, yeah. and it said, "This gadget has changed my life" in capital letters. Yeah. And so I was imagining, what like imagining? I was thinking it was a jar Beauty opener. Tool. No, oh, a, jar. a jar opener. I would like a jar I've got opener. a jar opener. Yeah, I would like one. <laughs> <laughs> or um, yeah, a beauty tool. My wrists aren't up to it anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, um, but what, it, what is this it? This was though? a gift from um, some friends came over for lunch. Let's call them Steve and Ben. <laughs> And they bought me a gift. Yeah, um, they're amazing gardeners. Right. Those two, though they actually did buy, bring me a plant, but also they brought me a garden moisture meter from Bunnings. No, shut up. You've got plants. You get one because they're they're twelve bucks from Bunnings, right? <laughs> so what you do is I'm just clicking out to a picture for you. Basically, 
It's a guide for optimum watering of right. your indoor and outdoor plants. So you put it in, you stick it's it in. It's a probe. Oh, yeah. You stick it in the soil. It tells you whether it's dry, wet, or dry, wet. moist, or wet. Uh, if it's wet, that's wrong, right? Well, it depends on the plant. Mm. Some plants need to be wet. Mm. Some, you know, some plants need to be dry. See, it doesn't really help if you don't know the answer to that no, question. No, but it gives you a I guide. Don't... It does oh. give you a guide. It's a red zone, a green zone, and a blue zone. Um, so you basically want it to be damp. Dry, damp, or wet, not moist. Moist would be weird. <laughs> have so much fun if they're riding those so your um, succulents and your cacti need to be dry right most plants need to be damp wet nobody should really be wet (laughs) you heard it here first people anyway hours of fun oh well all right i take it back i do want one because all my house plants are um yeah now you'll know top tip yeah clean it in between because in case you've got little bugs you don't want to give them to each other oh also will it recognize will it think that moisture that's held on from one might be moisture attached to the other well that's why you have to give it a clean and just Mm. yeah wipe your probe people (laughs) give it a good wipe down give it a good wipe (laughs) down before you insert it anywhere you shouldn't all right last thing yes do we we need something else it was on facebook yeah it wasn't in our pdas which is our facebook group it was somewhere else. It was. I think it might have been on someone's, um, just on a friend's Facebook. Yeah. And Should we it, call the, her Sarah? I think it might have been Sarah. Sarah, yeah. if it wasn't you, I apologise. Yeah. Or I, well, I'm, you know, I'm Doesn't giving matter. you more credit than yeah. <laughs> you're due <laughs> in this instance. Um, and it was a question that someone had posed, which was, if you could bring back someone from the past who's dead as a pop star um, for one last concert, who would yeah. it be? And Can you she, pick which era as well, though? Yeah, they had yeah. people like... George Michael, yeah. for example, or um, I can't remember anyone else who's dead at this point, but so only George Prince. Michael. Well, yeah, Michael Jackson, Prince. Whitney. Yeah. Whitney, there you go. Anyway, I knew who I wanted, yeah. and I asked you the question, yeah. and then you said the same person same as I person. wanted. Elvis. Yes. Oh, my God, I oh my always God. regretted never seeing him. How would you have been able to... You, 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 he died in 77. Yeah. You would have been three. I was nine. Oh, still. Would have been a good I remember him dying. He was my first I love. I remember him dying. I had mm. Elvis Comes Back from the G.I.s, an album that I used to kiss every night. I was obsessed with him. But you wouldn't have been able to see him in Australia, or did he come? He never no, came no, never came. And no. I, the he 68, never actually toured outside of the US, did you know that? The 68, my mum and dad saw him. He must have done. No, he didn't. He did oh. one in Canada. Oh, maybe they didn't then. I'm sure he never did London. Um, my... And do you know the reason for that? He didn't like flying? No, because <laughs> Colonel, what's his name? Sanders, no, Tom Parker. Yes, um, was Dutch and never became an American citizen. So he couldn't leave the country. So he couldn't leave the country. Yeah, but he had a plane, didn't he? Because he had the Lisa I Marie. Same, I have too. Yeah. Um, no, and then he, um, 68 concert tour, which is the year I was born, is the the height of Elvis because mm. that's the black leather tour. Mm. That was amazing, the concerts. Yeah, I was obsessed with him for many yeah. years. I would Which era would you like to have seen him? Era. 68. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the white, the white suit, which the I think was 70 something. Yeah. Um, he was actually still brilliant then. He was hot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know if I liked peanut butter Elvis. No, bless him. <laughs> and of course, we've both been to Graceland, which is we amazing. Have. And if you follow Graceland on Instagram, mm. if any of you like Elvis, they've been doing loads of really great behind-the-scenes videos while it's all been shut down. And the staff... I mean, I was saying, one of the staff was giving this behind-the-scenes tour of the house mm. and to rooms that you'd never seen before, but never upstairs. You never see upstairs. But... Um, so not rooms that you don't... Anyway. And she'd worked there for 20 years. And I thought, you know what? If I got a job at Graceland, I'd work there for 20 years. Oh, it'd be great. You'd never it? leave, would you? No. You'd get all so those, into All it, those um, amazing rooms. 
Yeah. Just amazing. And sometimes Priscilla has um, dinners there. She does, and things like that. quite regularly. Mm. I think Christmas they have in the main room. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. so amazing, that place. And also when you do a tour of Graceland and you buy, you get the um, earphones and the iPad so you can walk around and read mm. all the stuff. John Stamos was my guide. That's was right. he your guide? Yes, so, it was so bizarre. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so we'd bring back Elvis. Anyone yeah. else? George Michael would be good again. I saw George Michael the last time he was in Australia and he was amazing with the symphony or whatever it was. Oh, right. That was a great concert. Yes. Um, I don't really... I mean, yes, I'm sure I'd be happy to see a few other people, but mm. I think if I had to bring someone back so yeah. that I could see them, definitely Elvis. Elvis. Elvis the Beatles like. would be good. John Lennon would be quite Beatles good. Beatles would be good. Mm. Yes. Um, can't think of anyone no, else that I right. like. Well, I don't we'll like anyone. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for paying at home. <laughs> We will see you next week when I will be 52 next week. Okay. Um, And you can email us on weareplayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com and come to the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Um, And apart from that, we shall say goodbye now. All right, goodbye. 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 Goodbye.